of our universe by Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj. In the past, people used to believe that the earth was flat and that the sun revolved around the earth. They believed the earth was the center of the universe. It was only after the brave voyage of explorers across the ocean that they realized they did not fall off the end of the earth and that the world was round. They later discovered that the earth and the planets revolve around the sun. Most of, most of us feel that the universe consists only of the earth, planets, moons, sun, stars, and numerous galaxies in space. We do not realize that the true universe is within us and contains the entire infinity that is God. Our soul is part of God's infinite existence. We may seem small when we look in a mirror, but within our true self, our soul, is the vastness and endlessness of God's ocean of all consciousness, love, and wisdom. In this connection, there is the story from the Indian tradition of two sons of a, of a divine mother, Bhagavati, who were playing near her. She wore a beautiful necklace made of gems. She decided to give the two boys a test. She said, I will give a prize of this necklace to the one who is first to go around the universe. One son, Kartika, stood up immediately, found his peacock, mounted it, and started on his journey around the universe. The other son, Ganesha, stood up in a calm way, taking his time. He then proceeded to walk in a circle around the Divine Mother. When this was completed, he bowed at her feet and sat down. The Divine Mother was pleased with this son. She took the necklace off her neck, placed it around his neck, and kissed him. You have won the contest, she said. After a long time, the first brother, Kartika, returned. He was shocked to see the other brother already sitting there with the necklace around him. How did you win so quickly, he asked. Ganesha said, the universe is not the empty space beyond the planets. The universe is the divine mother who is one with God and all creation. To find this inner universe, we do not need a spaceship, an airplane, or a telescope. We only need to sit in silence and look within through meditation. Meditation is the process of discovering the eternal ocean of God within us. Meditation lets us realize that the macrocosm is in the microcosm. This concept of the macrocosm and the microcosm is expressed in a verse by Santarshan Singh Ji Maharaj, which says, One love-filled glance poured into me revealed that in the heart of every particle of sand is an infinite desert. The love-filled glance of which Santarshan Singh Ji Maharaj is speaking is a love that comes from a God-realized soul. It is a glance that stirs the soul and uplifts it from the physical body into the spiritual regions within. It is a glance of love that leads the soul to a spiritual union with God. This glance has the power to unleash the secrets of the mysteries of life and death, of soul and of God. The love-laden glance of the spiritual master has the power to arouse spiritual bliss that permeates our very fiber. That glance keeps us in a state of ecstasy that lasts forever. This verse of Sandarshan Singh Ji focuses on a specific benefit of the glance. It says that there is an infinite desert in each particle or atom of sand. This poetic, 
expression opens up for us a profound spiritual truth. We know how small a particle of sand in the desert is, yet the truth revealed to the disciple is that hidden within that tiny particle of sand is the vast desert itself. We think the sand is in the desert. However, here the poet is saying that the desert is in the sand. This is an analogy for the fact that the macrocosm is within the microcosm. We are the particles of sand. We are small earthlings in a vast sea of seven billion other people and billions of other living species of plants and animals. We are a mere speck on this planet Earth, which is one planet in our solar system. Our solar system is one of many in our galaxy, and there are trillions of stars in this vast physical universe. Yet, no matter how small we are, the vast lands of God reside within us. God is within us, which includes all the realms of creation. When we meditate, we enter a doorway that takes us to the infinite creation of God. The verse also expresses that the glance revealed that within each particle of sand is the entire desert. This means that we are all one at the level of our essence. We may look like different particles of sand from the outside, but within us is the same vast desert. Similarly, we may look different from each other, but within us is the ocean of God, which comprises the light and sound, consciousness, love, truth, bliss, and eternity. Thus, at our heart, we are all the same. The revelation of this verse is that we see the connectedness of all life. We are one with all, irrespective of nationality, language, social status, and color of our skin, hair, and eyes. We are also, in essence, one with all forms of life, the animals, birds, reptiles, insects, and plants. A consideration of this verse leads us to realize that if we spend time going within through meditation, we will have access to the vast infinity of all creation. We do not need to explore the planets, the seas, the microbes, or the genes. By meditating, we will have access to all that exists without leaving our own home. All knowledge lies within the particle of sand that we are. Through meditation, we can access everything that is to be known. We come to realize that God and the spiritual master are within us, and as such, we have access to all things. God is the center of the universe, and through meditation, we can discover that truth for ourselves. Thank you, Nancy. In our first video, which is called Fulfill Life's Purpose, Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj explains that we need to meditate and enter into a state where we forget the body and the mind in order to experience our soul. This is the essence of our life's purpose. And here is the countdown. Three, two, one, and start. in each and every one of us. And that's our soul, that's what gives us life. That's what's the conscious part of our being. And that soul wants to be with God. 
So here Kabir Sahib is saying like those whose attention, that those who are separated from the beloved, wander from door to door, because those whose attention is in the world, they're like searching here, they're searching here, they're searching here, but never get fulfilled. He says, my, my beloved friend lies within me. It's in God, my beloved, my friend, my eternal beloved is within me. So he's saying, why should I have to wait for the beloved anymore? So he's telling us, God is not on the outside, God is within each and every one of us. And so there's no need to wait. Just like they're saying, don't wait, meditate. You need to go within, you need to meditate, so don't wait. You need to meditate, you need to go within yourself because that's where your best friend is. That's where God is, that's where our eternal beloved is. And as we take steps into ourselves, then we will find the closeness of the Lord. We will find the revelations of the divine within ourselves which help us rise to a state where we are not conscious of the physical body, we're not conscious of a mental state, where we are only conscious of a spiritual state. And it's when we reach that state that we can experience God. Because God is spirit and we need to be in that state to experience God. And so Kabir Sahib is saying that uh, we should not be waiting for the beloved, because the beloved is already within ourselves. What we need to do is to put into practice the principles of going within. What we need to do is to still the body and still the mind so that we can experience God within each and every one of us. You know, God is equally available to each and every one of us. God is not the domain of just a few. And we all can be one with God. We all can experience God. And so saints and mystics are always exhorting us to be in that state. Uh, and the next verse, Kabir Sahib is saying, he says, Na pal bichre piya ham se, na ham bichre piyare se. Na pal bichre piya ham se, na ham bichre piyare se. Unho se ne lagi hai, haman ko be karari kya. So when we translate into English, the beloved is not separate from me for even a moment. And I am not separate from the beloved. My eyes have met the eyes of the beloved. Why should I be restless? You know, when the soul realizes that it is soul, then it's restless to know God. You know, first we have self-realization, then we have God-realization. So self-realization is realizing that we're not the body, we're not the mind, we're not our intellect, we're not our emotions, but we're soul, we're spirit. As we realize ourselves at that level, that we are spirit, we are soul, we are spiritually conscious, then we have experienced the truth, but then we still need to realize God. So here Kabir Sahib is saying, that the beloved is not separate from me for even a moment. It's only when we realize ourselves at the level of our spirit or our soul that we realize the closeness of God. It's then that we 
realize that God is not separate from us. God is not away from us. That God is within each and every one of us. So that realization only sits in when we experience ourselves at that level. And, and then he says, my eyes have met the eyes of the beloved. Why should I be restless? Now, restlessness comes in the soul when it realizes the soul but it still hasn't met God. You know, when we realize that we soul, we want to be with God. But there's a journey, there's a spiritual journey to take. We are in the physical arena, in the physical region. We need to go from the physical to the astral, from the astral to the causal the causes of the super causes from there to such kind. So we have to go on the spiritual journey. And this is a journey of love, this is a journey of light. This is a journey that brings joy and happiness into our life. And so this journey, as we go on this journey, is going to unfold our closeness to God. And so this is why we meditate. As we meditate, you know, first we experience light and sound within, which is the reflections of the divine light and sound of God. Then we go from the lights to the sky, to the stars, to the inner moon and the inner sun. And then we get to what is called the radiant form of a master. That's the form of our master who initiated us in the mysteries of the beyond, from which light is being emitting. So that light is like waves of love which are coming in that direction oh. master power and it's when we reach there that our true spiritual journey starts then we will be rising from the physical to the astral with the help of the master power and, and as we go from the physical to the astral and our physical body is removed this is the first covering that we experience the love thing as we go from the astral to the causal our second covering the astral body is removed as we go from the causal to the supercausal, the third covering, our causal body is removed, and as we go from supercausal to such kind of the region of our truth or the region of our consciousness, then the fourth covering, our supercausal body, is removed, and we find ourselves as pure soul, as totally conscious. And it's there that our soul merges in God. Because first our soul merges in the master power, which is helping us on the spiritual journey and the mass power then helps our soul merge in God. So that's the total fulfillment for our soul. Because then there's no separation and we've connected with God. But that's a process. It takes a while. First, we need to get to cross the lights, the sky, the stars, the moon, the sun, and get to the realms of the mass. And then the journey starts. So, with practice and with time, in the sense, uh, in the last few decades, like Santipal Sindhi Maharaj said, if you meditate for 10% of the daily time, two and a half hours, you can reach God in this very late time in the confines of what we call posthumous, living the world and still being focused on God. Thank you, Master. In our next reading, Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj talks about how we are never alone. 
and how difficult it is for us to measure or even comprehend the love of God. This love is revealed to us as we take the inner journey step by step. And so let me do this reading. Thank you, Radhika. We are never alone, but Sant Rajendra Singh Ji Maharaj. Many people feel that each of us is alone in the universe. We wonder if there is a God, and if there is, how could God even know about us, given the billions of people in the world? In this age of science, many find it hard to believe in a power such as God, who could create all of us and love us. We feel that the only love that is possible in the universe is what we know as human beings, such as the love between parents and children, lovers and beloveds, spouses or families. We think that because we cannot see God with our physical eyes, that such power could not really exist. Yet, we have multiple instances that show how love is expressed in this world. Even a love of which the recipient may not be aware of, but still exists. In this connection, there is a true anecdote that took place many years ago. A mother and her four-year-old daughter boarded a flight in the United States, along with 153 other people. Tragically, the flight crashed right after takeoff. When the first responders scoured the wreckage, they did not find any survivors in the airplane. However, they did find a young girl lying injured near to where the plane crashed. She was alive. They thought she must have been a passenger in one of the cars on the highway into which the plane had crashed. However, when they checked the passenger list, they saw the girl was listed as a passenger on the plane. How could this be? Rescuers on the scene believed the girl survived the plane crash because her mother shielded the child with her own body as the plane went down. The little girl at the time could not fathom what her mother's love meant. She could not grasp that the mother, not knowing what would happen, risked her life to give her daughter a chance. Most likely, until she becomes a mother herself, she would not be able to understand what her mother's love meant. Nonetheless, the mother's love was there, even if the child could not yet understand it. It is the same with God in us. We cannot see God at our physical level. We assume that because we cannot see the Lord, that there is no God. However, God is there and is embracing us with love at all moments. Just because we are not aware of that love does not mean it is not there. Just as the girl being a young, innocent, ignorant child had no idea what her mother's love or what mother's love was, we do not know that God has immeasurable love for us. We are always wrapped in God's protective embrace. in this account can be found in the heart of all mothers and fathers for the children. While it cannot be seen, 
the parents' love is experienced by their children. It becomes more noticeable as a child grows up and becomes a parent. Similarly, just because we cannot see God or God's love does not mean it is not there. How can we experience God's love and know for certain there is God? We may get a sense there is God when we look at the wonders of creation. When we see how the sun and the planets keep their place in the solar system without colliding into each other, we wonder how that could happen. We see how, out of all the planets, few are habitable enough to support human life because they're either too hot, too cold, or lack an atmosphere for breathing. We marvel at the Earth and how it is just the right temperature to support life and has just the right mix of elements for breathing and just the right amount of land surface on which to live. Otherwise, it would be a planet of water. Beyond the scientists, we have scientists of the soul, or saints and masters, who have explored the inner workings of creation. They have been in touch with the non-material aspect of life, the spirit or soul, through first-hand personal experience. They have come in all ages, in all cultures and time periods, and have all concluded the same thing. There is a power who created all that is, whether we call it God or by any other name, and that power is a loving one that brought us all into being. It is loving and protective of the creation that sprouted into being from its power of love. Just as parents decide to bring a child into this world as an, express, as an expression of their love and a desire to create offspring, so did God bring all creation into being out of love and the same desire to create. A mother's love is a reflection of God's love. God's love came into expression and the result is the creation of all the realms of existence, including this physical universe human beings, animals, plants, and everything that is. As Sandarshan Singhji Maharaj said in a verse, <clears throat> I started alone on the journey of love, filled with faith and zeal. At every step, travelers joined me, and soon we were a caravan. God started alone, and from God's love, countless souls were created. It may seem like God cannot know all the souls God created, but God does, and loves and protects each one. Similarly, we may not know it, as an infant is not aware that it exists because of its parents, but that power of God is there, loving us and protecting us. How can we prove God's existence and love for us? The way we can do so is through meditation. If we sit in silence and focus our attention within, we will find the manifestation of God in the form of the inner light and sound. We can travel on this current back to God and merge in that divine power. This inner journey taken through meditation will lead us to the realization of God and the embracing God, love of God, for each one of us. God is not far. God is within us. 
child to protect her from the airplane crash, God also has protective arms around us. Our soul is connected to God. Our problem is that we are not aware of our soul, so we do not realize God. Our first step is to achieve self-realization or knowledge of our true self. Once we do so, we will find that we are one with God and will achieve God-realization. Thank you. Thank you, Suresh. In the following video called God is More Real Than Anything, Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj talks about the love of God, a love that is not seen but felt as we go within. And here is the countdown once again. Three, two, one, start. And as we all uh, gather here today, um, we could talk about uh, love, uh, love that God has for each and every one of us, love that we all uh, need in our lives, a love uh, in which we can feel. to us uh, in many ways and um, just like God uh, is not visible to us, uh, similarly the love of the Lord is something to be experienced not to be seen uh, with these eyes or heard with these ears. Uh, most of us, as we pass through life, uh, we only those to be for real that we can experience through our senses. So a sense of sight, a sense of hearing, a sense of smell, taste and touch, you know, are the avenues through which we get input into our system. And whatever happens to them, we take them to be real. Uh, if we see another person, you know, we see them with these eyes. Uh, we hear them uh, through these ears. We can feel them. And by touching them. Uh, and so through our senses, uh, we start to uh, experience uh, what is in front of us and take that to be real. But how do you experience love? How do you experience God? What is uh, the love of the Lord? Uh, in this world, uh, we hear about love uh, between spouses, between friends, between uh, parents and children, brain siblings, and that love uh, is what uh, draws us near to others. Uh, but then we need to uh, uh, also uh, feel that love because it's another human being. So we can see them and say, okay, we love so and so, or when we are close to them, we're happy, or when we embrace them, and gives us a lot of peace and calm and joy. But then, and it's that physical, um, it's the physical senses to which we uh, experience.
experience someone else that we say, okay, we love them, or the love from them is coming to us. The way uh, they are uh, with us and they're near to us. God, the Creator, um, is uh, quite invisible to each and every one of us when we are living at the level of our physical senses. Because God cannot be experienced through these physical senses. So we can't experience God. How do we experience God's love? And then what is God's love? It is uh, uh, something that uh, we all wonder. First, he can't experience God. He can't see God. He can't feel God. He can't hear God. So how do we experience the love of the Lord? If we can't experience something through our physical senses, it doesn't mean it's not there. We all breathe. We all take in oxygen. We all live because we are getting the oxygen in the body. We can't see the oxygen. We can't feel the oxygen. But we breathe and the oxygen goes in. And that's how we as human beings survive. Uh, if there weren't any oxygen, we won't be alive. We would die very quickly. And so, in life, as we pass through life, we start to realize that there's activity beyond the physical that might not be perceptible through the physical senses, but it is there. And as such, we then start to think about God as the one who maybe we can't see, we can't hear, but the presence can be experienced by us, not at the physical level, but maybe at some other level. A human being, you know, we strive to make a life better. Each and every one of us wants to make this life better for us, be more fulfilling, be more uh, loving, be more caring, be more joyous. We all want to attain that state. And so we strive to get there. But then, many times, as we are working uh, to, to make ourselves better, uh, we forget the goal we want to get to and get uh, sidelined because of what we've done or achieved. Thank you, Master. In our final reading, Sant Rajinder Singhji Maharaj tells us that at some point we will start to see the temporary nature of all things and begin searching for that which is eternal. This unchanging permanence, he explains, exists within us and Mary will do this reading. Thank you, Radhika. 
scientific study revealed that when scientists smashed the atom in a particle accelerator, they were able to hear a vibratory sound at the atom's core. They could hear two distinct sounds, one nearer and one further away. Previously, they had found that at the core of the smallest particle were dancing packets of energy, but now they could finally hear a sound. This bears out what the saints have been saying for centuries, that at our core is light and sound. One day they will discover that the light and sound that makes up the energy in our physical universe is but a reflection of the light and sound that emanates from God, passes through the different regions, and then resides within each of us. Most of us spend our lives circumambulating through the physical world, enamored of its charms. We have been on a centuries-long sightseeing tour of the physical realm, partaking of its temptations, delights, and pleasures. What we are really looking for is lasting love and happiness. We are like the sun in the story who took a long trip through the universe. We too are taking a long trip through the universe in search of true and lasting love. If we were to be like the sun who instead looked within, we would attain the true treasure. We would find God, the creator of all that exists. What then is God? God is love. The basic need of every human being is to love and be loved. Think of the basic human need Hello. as Hello. clothing, shelter, and safety. They also add the need for love. To find love, we often look in the outer world, love from our parents, siblings, and relatives. As we grow older, we seek love from our friends. In adulthood, we seek the love of our spouse and our children. Unfortunately, sometime in life, we also learn that some of those loves are fleeting. Relationships change, children move away, parents die. The loves of this world bring sorrow at their loss at some time or the other. At some point, we turn to God for relief from the suffering of, from the loss of love. When God hears our cry, God brings us to someone who can show us that we always have God's love. Saints and masters show us that God's love is eternal. The masters who have come through the ages have showed us a way to find lasting love within. They teach us meditation so we can find God's love waiting for us. Because we cannot see God with our outer eyes, God communicates instructions to us through a spiritual master who teaches us how to find God with our inner eyes. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. So let us meditate for a few minutes. These are the instructions as given by Sant Rajinder Singh Ji Maharaj. Meditation is a process 
whereby we withdraw our attention from the outer world and concentrate it at the seat of the soul. Through this method of concentration, we can transcend physical consciousness, experience ourselves as soul, and explore higher spiritual regions. To practice meditation, we sit in any pose that we find most comfortable, in which we can sit for a long time without moving. We should sit with enough distance between us so that no part of our body touches anyone as this would disturb our concentration. We should close our eyes gently and look straight ahead, focusing our attention into the middle of the darkness lying in front of us. That which sees the darkness is not our physical eyes but is the third or single eye located between and behind the eyebrows. Continue to gaze into the middle of whatever lies in front of you. Those of you who are initiated should mentally repeat the five charge names given to you at the time of initiation. Repeat those names slowly with the tongue of thought. For those of you who are new here, please repeat any name of God with which you feel comfortable. Mentally repeat the name slowly while gazing in front of you. This repetition will keep the mind occupied and prevent it from wandering. When light or inner vistas appear, continue focusing your attention into the middle of what you see and continue repeating the names of God. We hope you enjoy this meditation sitting. It will be for 10 minutes.